Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This is going to be for the new Disney Plus released film called Flora and Ulysses. It's a, as I said, Disney Plus film from Disney, uh, which you can go and watch it on there and you don't have to pay the uh, premium thing like you did with Mulan and, and whatever else. Uh, I'm your host Matthew and I'm here today to, to review said film. Uh, let's just read a little bit about the... Um, synopsis itself and what the film is about who it's directed by etc flora a 10 year old girl with an imaginative mind rescues a squirrel and names him ulysses she soon discovers that ulysses is blessed with superpowers which helps them embark on various adventures uh i'll get into the cast in a minute because the cast is very very talented um but uh, I really like this film. I really do. I think this film. This film's just really good fun. Um, the thing is, as well, it's, this isn't. I wouldn't say that this is like a switch your brain off kind of fun film. Um, because although there, there there is moments of that where it's like, okay, ridiculous things are kind of happening. Fun, ridiculous things are kind of happening. And if you go with it in those moments it kind of helps you but it's that's not required throughout the whole film at least i would say that i'm only here to talk about you know my particular opinion um but uh i think there is some there's some interesting little certainly uh marvel easter eggs definitely there's definitely some of those uh, not just for the characters but there's a particular reference to uh, avengers endgame not going to spoil what the reference is there just just to not ruin the nice surprise uh there's references to other films as well some of which uh, Disney has recently acquired the rights of. I thought that was those were quite interesting. So in terms of like, um, and not just this isn't just like okay, it's filled with Easter eggs kind of thing. I do think there's some messages in here about like hope and about um, I don't know like how you sort of deal with challenges in your life and how you progress in your life and how you deal with you know when you are kind of down in the dump so to speak and how superheroes can kind of help you through that not not to become like too reliant on the idea of like oh a superhero is gonna save me kind of thing but on the idea that like okay you can pull inspiration from those superheroes and there's a lot there's a lot of different reasons for that uh some of which i'll get into in the in the later spoiler section but uh, i quite like some of the messages messages that it sent and i think this is a very good mixture of um fun but not mindless sort of dumb fun this is like fun with some thought in there uh there's also some just some fun you know crazy sort of uh fun scenes i suppose um so you've got a lot of that you've got like i said some mcu uh references which i think are really really good um one thing i really want to praise for this film quite a lot is the pacing and the structure uh, now this film doesn't really have it doesn't really open itself up to structural problems because it mainly focuses on like uh, Flora and Ulysses the the main the, the arguably you know the main two characters but because uh, you're following them through most of the film and you do cut to other characters um, in other scenes but uh, it never really has any structural problems uh, I never really sort of had any kind of fear of that because sometimes like I've said in in the recent structure podcast that i talked about if you've got fewer characters on the screen you're going to have less structure problems because you're going to have less characters to focus on so that was really good uh, the pacing is really good as well this film runs for about an hour and a half uh, it says an hour 35 minutes so it's about an hour and a half you know there's credits and things like that uh by the way there is a mid credits scene sort of mid credit scene um and there, there's no post credit scene so if you scroll to the end you won't you won't like find anything uh just to sort of let you know about that before you go in and watch the film um uh, or if you already have and you missed the mid credit scene then go back and go back and have a look but uh 
I mean, whenever I'm watching something, it's different with games when you're you're playing something, because some of the pacing is down to how quickly you play a game. But in terms of when I'm watching something, you know, a TV show or a film, of which this is a film, um, I want films and TV shows, when it comes to pacing, to um, not go through the story too quickly, have a brisk kind of pace to things, but then slow down at certain moments, just just to let the characters kind of breathe and reflect on, okay what just happened and then pick things up again then take a moment then picks up pick things up again and this film does that throughout the, the whole film um the pacing is really really strong with this uh it's not too slow in in, in any places I, I never ever felt like this film was slow uh, and granted there's always a lot kind of like going on so that does help definitely but uh even in some even when the film's going like you know quite, quite fast and things like there's there's a lot of frantic kind of things happening a lot of frantic if you want to label it action, I suppose, uh, just kind of mayhem with the with the scroll himself uh, or themselves, uh, U- Ulysses. Um, it never quite feels like there's too much happening um, at once. There, there, there's a few scenes maybe at the end that maybe do that, but I didn't really feel like you, you kind of know within this film as you're watching it whether you're about to go into a more chaotic sort of scene. Um, so you're kind of prepared for that a bit more, but I, I really want to praise this film a lot on its pacing, and uh, yeah, I, I think it does a very, very good job with that. There's always something, at least I found there was always something interesting happening on screen, uh, whether it was with uh, Flora herself, or whether it was with the, the squirrel Ulysses, and uh, them trying to figure out what they were doing and that kind of thing, or whether it was about any of the other characters, there was always something interesting going on on screen. And uh, I thought the pacing was was excellent in terms of that. But uh, no, it's a very good film. I definitely recommend you you go and watch it. Uh, I know I've written it in the title. Um, but uh, let's go to our rating system, which we've got must see in this situation. It would be must see because it's a film. Um, don't skip, possible skip and skip. I'm going to give this a don't skip. I don't think it's quite up there. Like, okay, you have to go and watch this right now. But uh, definitely a don't skip. I mean, if I'm recommending that you don't skip it, then you know it's it's still very very good. Um, I'd probably give it a 9 out of 10 in terms of its score if I was to actually like give it a numbered score. Uh, of course the Entertainment Talk rating system goes you know, the, the must see or must play, don't skip, possible skip and skip. Uh, but I would go with don't skip with this one and a 9 out of 10. There is one problem that, that this is maybe, I don't want to pick on this as the reason I'm not giving it a 10. But it did uh, get in the way somewhat. Now the character of William in this film uh played by what is this uh young lad's name benjamin evan ainsworth um i feel like i've seen his face before somewhere but i, I can't quite picture it there's certainly a lot of a lot of other cast in this in this film that i the, that i was like oh that's from that that person's from that thing that person's from that thing that person's from that thing uh there's a lot of big um comedy actors in this film i'll, I'll talk about those in a minute um now the re- the reason I don't like the character of William has got absolutely nothing to do with the fact that he's got this blindness uh, storyline going on. It's got absolutely nothing to do with that. I just felt like some of the lines that were coming out of the character um, were just not written that well. I felt like all the other characters were written relatively well. Uh, th- there's a few bits of humour maybe with um, Phyllis, Alison Hannigan's, uh, Hannigan, sorry, um, her character early on. That kind of does improve throughout the film. Uh, of course, she's from How I Met Your Mother, played um, 
Is it Lily from How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, I think she she played that character. Um, but some of the writing with William's character. Now, I think Benjamin himself is doing a good job with what he's been given. But I just I feel like in terms of the material for each character, he's given the weakest things to do. Um, and you can even tell in certain scenes when he's talking to other characters. They're like, sure, kid. Yep. All right. Yep. You 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 do you kind of thing. You know, um, so you kind of, I sort of thought like, as he started to say some lines and get involved in the film, I thought like, oh, this character's kind of not written that well. Um, and then you start to see the other character sort of, they're there with you in a way of like, okay, yeah, sh- sure, kid, kind of thing. Um, so I didn't like hate the character or whatever, I just feel like he's the weak spot in this film. And again, it's got nothing to do with the fact that he's blind. Um... Now, I will say in terms of his, his actual blindness, I did not really understand. Now, maybe there's something to do with, like, the type of blindness that he's got or, or whatever. They said it was something to do with stress and then he can, like... But, I don't know, like, they, they kind of try to make comedy out of, like, okay, this kid can't see and no one's really there to, like, help him along. Or not even a person, maybe, like, um... What do they call them? Sticks? It's not a walking stick, really, is it? You know when you see a blind person, they're... they're um, they've got that stick there moving it from left to right to see, you know, what to detect what's in front of them. If it hits something, obviously they know that it's there. He doesn't have anything. He just walks around literally blindly. And uh, I didn't quite get that. Maybe I missed some sort of reason as to why that was. But um, I don't know. That didn't really work for me. And they, and they tried to work in some comedy with that. Like there's a part where he walks into a door. It just it just it just didn't really work. So that's that's the weakest part of the film to me. But everything else everything else I thought was great. So yeah. Um. But because uh, my in my uh, life myself I don't know anybody that's blind. Um. I know people have had injuries obviously, but uh, I can't think of a single person in my life or even a person of a you know, friend of a friend or whatever that's blind i can't think of anybody so maybe i've just not experienced that kind of stuff personally in my life i i, I don't know maybe i'm trying to think too much into it but uh it just wasn't particularly well written i think but um it didn't uh didn't detract too much from my um enjoyment of the film uh, speaking of the rest of the cast you've got matilda lola um who plays flora the, the main character you've got alison hannigan uh, plays phyllis she's the mother in this film ben schwartz who is from um house of lies and he's also the current um sonic for the films uh he plays george the dad then benjamin like i said plays william then you've got kate uh mikuchi mikuchi uh plays rita she was in some of the earlier seasons no some of the some of like the middle seasons of, of big bang theory uh, then you've got danny pudi uh or Puddy, Puddy, uh, who plays uh, Miller. He's the kind of um, one that's after them. Uh, he was in Community, where he played um, Abed or Abed, Abed, I think it was uh, in in the uh, in in those seasons of Community. Uh, Community, Community is a great show, by the way. You should go and should go and watch that. But uh, yeah, some very very strong cast. But like Alison Hannigan popped up because I didn't know who was in this film. By the way, uh, I saw kind of a. Did I see a trailer? No, I didn't see a trailer. I just sort of saw um, like the picture of the film and saw that Flora um, was played by this young girl, and then obviously saw uh, um, U- Ulysses in the film. That that was about all I knew. It was a, it it was this young girl who befriends a squirrel, and that's about it. So, uh, but it seemed kind of interesting. So, 
Um, but yeah, as these actors sort of popped up, well, actors and actresses popped up, I was like, oh, that's her from How Met Your Mother. Oh, that's him from House of Lies and Sonic. Oh, that's her from Big Bang Theory. Oh, that's him from Community. So, uh, yeah, some really, really good um, cast in here, and uh, I thought that was uh, particularly great as well. But overall, in terms of this spoiler-free section, I'd recommend that you go and see it. Uh, maybe you'll have a better time with the character of William, uh, William um, and maybe that character will not be as not necessarily annoying just just a bit off as as i found him it may, maybe you'll uh, find the character to be a bit better or a bit, bit a bit better written which is fine um but yeah in terms of the actual i haven't talked about the actual squirrel them, themselves um squirrel was was cool in the film gets uh, involved in a lot of things obviously which makes a lot of the comedy and uh, i thought that that made some very uh heartwarming and interesting stories as well so uh, i quite liked them in in the film um that's pretty much all i've got to say for the spoiler free section let's get into some housekeeping and then i'll talk about some of the other spoilers i know i kind of talked about the the part for william but uh let's get into some housekeeping anyway i'll see you for that in a minute hi there and thanks very much for listening today i'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both, depending on the occasion, we can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, with the United cast, Man United drew 0-0 away to Chelsea. Very, very disappointing performance. Didn't lose, but should have probably tried harder uh, but nil nil against Chelsea so that was another disappointing result for Manchester United uh, lots and lots of talking points in that uh, no no goals themselves but uh, was it a handball from Callum Hudson-Odoi uh, how is Martial getting on at the team um, is the midfield creative enough did the manager do enough to, to try and win the game yesterday I discussed all of those talking points and more 
uh, on that particular podcast. The other one, of course, United cast. We drew 0-0 with Real Sociedad, but it didn't matter because we'd won previously 4-0 in the first leg. So we are through to the next round of the Europa League and we'll be playing against AC Milan. A couple of scripted reviews. Uh, Sweet Home, which I gave a skip rating to. That's a scripted review. There's a very, very short one. Uh, that's the first season available on Netflix. Scripted review for Untitled Goose Game from developer House House. I gave that a must play rating and then uh, Ted Lasso the first season of the Apple TV Plus TV show I, I did a scripted review for that gaming talk uh, I guess last week um, we talked about Nintendo Direct and some uh, disappointments and some surprises and everything that happened there uh, talked about Konami and they still suck for a lot of different reasons uh, one of which is they recently cancelled a Metal Gear Solid board game they can't even get a board game made these days uh, and uh, Sony announced that there's going to be a follow up to PlayStation VR which is simply going to be called PlayStation VR 2 or PSVR 2 which will be working of course with your PlayStation 5 assuming that you have one uh, analyzing television episode 8 the episode the podcast that I referenced earlier on uh, just talking about why structure is important in terms of building your episode and making the episode better structure is very very important so is pacing those two things can go hand in hand sometimes uh, of course I've praised the uh the pacing and structure of this particular film but I uh, talked about that and did some uh, comparisons between different shows The Fall of Assassin's Creed I uh, did get into some spoilers in that podcast uh, that is talking about the history of Assassin's Creed from 2007's first game to 2020's Assassin's Creed Valhalla uh, just talking for the, on my own opinion about how the series has kind of fallen hence The Fall of Assassin's Creed where things started to change within the series and kind of comparing the first early games to some of these later games and some of the big kind of differences and just just going through the history of Assassin's Creed and uh, talking about some of my disappointment there and that's pretty much what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms um what should I talk about first um let's talk about the the early kind of problems with phyllis she's um sold her computer she is then getting she's then used a typewriter which she can't use the word j on it i don't remember that ever getting fixed but um ulysses themselves uh uses the uh the typewriter later on she's trying to get a book published which she does you've got christine lee um who plays just is named as a journalist um so that was interesting but i felt like they kind of um made the character a bit more interesting later on in in the series i feel that happened really as the as the kind of the, the family kind of came together you know george came back on the scene william got more involved uh flora obviously helped out with certain things so uh that did get a lot better um George, uh, played by Ben Schwartz, I thought he was quite good, quite a good addition to the film. Uh, I quite liked his character. Rita was kind of interesting. She was sort of the uh, the waitress at the diner. You got Danny Pudi, who played uh, Miller, the kind of detective or whatever, trying to trying to solve the case of this uh, squirrel squirrel with uh, rabies. The uh, Ulysses character themselves. Um, let's talk about Ulysses and the the kind of powers and stuff. So it gets revealed that the I mean it kind of gets slyly revealed early on in the film when they're in the diner they're trying to get some donuts and things and Ulysses creates a whole big mess um I think it's fair to say and there's a particular point of course when uh, Ulysses glides or flies across the room um 
So that was kind of cool. And then you get the reveal at the end of the film. That Ulysses can indeed fly. Because they fly into the the city. That was quite cool. And then obviously the super strength. That you see in the. uh, I like the way they did some of the narration. With the the comic book kind of um, art style and that. Because you get to see Ulysses um, lifting the, the truck up. To save some of the. Was it the turtles I think. Not not the not the mutant ninja turtles, but just a bunch of turtles. Um, so that was quite good. I feel like you could explore that more in a sequel. I mean, why not? Um, I mean, it might not then be Flora and Ulysses because the family kind of lets lets them go at the end of the film. Um, so I don't know how that would work necessarily. Maybe they would take a trip into the city. They would meet up with Ulysses and something would happen but there's a clear kind of indication from the end of this film that um okay he's uh or they sorry are uh are flying and um they're gonna go into the city so there's potential of what you could do with that maybe um we'll see if if it happens i'm not hearing i'm not really seeing many people kind of talk about this film which is a bit of a shame so maybe it just hasn't got much traction um but who knows maybe it's done really well on disney plus or something i'm 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 not really sure so that was quite good uh you got obviously the uh like i said miller chasing after the uh the family and uh, and ulysses which leads to this big kind of set piece in the um I'll just call it an animal center, whatever, where where there's people are trying to adopt different animals and that. That was quite good. Um, but yeah, as just all this is going on, the pacing's just really well. The structure's really good. Um, you've just got a lot of mayhem and kind of chaos and stuff. Um, I did kind of wonder a little bit early on how they would get past some potential problems with that, which is like, okay, you don't want you don't want ninety minutes of this squirrel being chaotic for the whole time but there is like you know Ulysses tries to communicate with some of the family and use like the typewriter and things so that was quite good uh it just it just develops quite well as 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 the film kind of went on uh so the one kind of talking point the other talking point I do want to bring up is there's this kind of cleaner thing whatever it was that starts to like malfunction or whatever um and it ends up in this person's garden and then Ulysses gets sucked up by it and is pulled out of the top or something by by Flora. So that's probably when Ulysses got their powers, I'm guessing. Because um, uh, the character didn't really show... Ulysses didn't really show any signs of that. I mean, the, the scene was like a, a few minutes long, maybe. Uh, and that was when you first got introduced to Ulysses. Because even as they're like starting off with Flora, you get to see Phyllis. Then you get to meet some of the other characters and that. And then they introduce Ulysses. I'm like, okay, how are they actually going to introduce this character and kind of set up that this character's got powers? Um, but one thing I do really like that kind of helps that and ties into that is this comic book angle that they've got going on. Because uh, George used to try and like um, draw some comic books and that they didn't really uh, take off and and sell and that sort of thing. Um, the other thing that I like that ties into that as well is uh, sometimes in the garden. Flora can sort of see some of the characters that her dad made, George, because uh, they're sort of like living in the in the in the front garden, and, and then eventually they kind of move out or whatever. But she sees kind of like she sort of sees them, I guess, in her mind as the film goes on. At certain points, like where when they're on the actual road trip to go and uh, rescue Ulysses, they see one of them. Uh, I don't really remember those characters' names. You've got like the homeless Robin Hood type of character. You've got like the one who looks like Shazam. Um, which was the one that she saw in that particular scene. And you got a couple of the other ones. They didn't really explore that too much. I thought they might do that a little bit more. But uh, it felt like just sort of a... Um, 
like a, a guardian kind of motivational bunch of characters for for Flora to kind of look up to I suppose um and sort of memories of okay her dad tried to be creative and like invent his own superheroes but it didn't really work but she's still got kind of memories of them and they still kind of like help her which I guess is you know it's quite cool and that but um they didn't really take that too far I wasn't particularly bothered by that necessarily I just thought that you could maybe do slightly more with that but they didn't um, so that was that. But obviously the the main focus was Ulysses themselves and uh, what was going on with the squirrel. So that was quite cool. Uh, I like the, the intro as well to this to this film. You get a bunch of like Marvel characters and stuff. Obviously, you know, that's where some of the superhero inspiration probably takes uh, probably takes from. And obviously this is a Disney film, so they're allowed to show Marvel characters and not DC characters. Uh, so that was quite good. Uh, speaking of like references that Disney owns and stuff, you get the... Um, we, I, I love you 3000 which was the Tony Stark line from Avengers Endgame um, you've got uh, the Titanic thing of course that's a Fox film which I think Disney's got the rights to now I'm not sure if that's on Star in the UK but uh, you get that at the end with the um, when Flora accidentally drops the thing of them like the little statue thing of them uh, and then like it breaks off and Jack falls in the water and um, whatever the female character's name was um kind of stay, stays on this piece of wood which is like in reference to to the raft and that uh which i thought was was kind of interesting they they, have, they reference a couple of other fox things as well um in this film but it's mainly kind of marvel stuff which which makes sense you know disney's got the rights to the marvel things they're doing a lot of comic book character superhero sort of things in this film they lit that the dad character george is literally making comic books so that makes a lot of sense um then you know there's the conversation with um his name's not listed as stanley just stanley uh bobby moynihan um who references spider-man when they go back into the comic book shop talks about like oh this this character wouldn't defeat spider-man or whatever again i thought that was cool so that was another kind of reference but i don't feel like there were references for the sake of it i felt like that was like okay this is a very comic book superhero heavy film you know the dad's making comic books uh flora is inspired by these superheroes in the comic books ulysses is a character that flora meets that has superhero uh, super um hero abilities and things like with the flying and with the with the uh super strength as we see at the end so it wasn't just sort of like okay we have we have these marvel references we can use because we own them so we're just going to stick them on screen i felt like they're just all kind of tied together and it kind of inspired flora as a character and i thought that was really good so um but yeah that's kind of my thoughts on the film i really did enjoy it i thought it was a good time uh if you've got young people in your family it doesn't have to be your son or daughter it can be niece nephew or whatever uh or just young people you know just as a watch it as a family or whatever um then i'd recommend that you probably do that that would be quite good you can watch it on your own as well of course you can watch it however you want but uh yeah it would be, be a good uh family film as well i think um and uh hopefully you'll have a have as good a time as with the film as as what i did so um yeah, I uh, I quite enjoyed my time with it. It'd be interesting to see what they do in terms of sequel. Uh, if I had to guess, I would say that we probably wouldn't get one. Um, but uh, we'll we'll see where that kind of all goes um, in in the future. So this this seems to I mean it's the first of March today, and this film got released on the nineteenth of February, and I've seen 
think I saw two YouTube videos on it. So it's not been massive. Um, Disney Plus has been highlighting the film, which has been good. It's been on the, you know, the banners at the top of Disney Plus, which is getting more packed as time goes on because of all the star editions. But uh, Disney Plus has tried to highlight it a little bit. Um, I just feel like... I don't know, maybe it's just not kind of for everyone, we'll see, so, but anyway, uh, for those of you that watched the film, which hopefully you did, because I've gone through the whole thing, uh, let me know what you thought of the film, uh, did you enjoy the same things that I did, did you enjoy different things, maybe you hate this film, maybe you did, maybe you love this film more than I did, maybe you're somewhere in the middle, uh, whatever your opinion is, let me know, matthewdentertainmenttalk.org, uh, Twitter, eTalkUK, there's a contact page and information in your show notes, so get involved, let me know what you think of Flora and Ulysses. As a Disney Plus film. So that's my thoughts. Thanks very much for listening. You can find everything that we do on entertainmenttalk.org. TV, video games, films and Manchester United podcasts. Uh, if you like what you've heard today and you want to support more of it. We do have the Patreon page. $1, $3 level tiers for ad-free podcast review options. Word of mouth, social media. You can s- simply tell people that you know about the website. And find us on iTunes feeds and podcast services. Just go to entertainmenttalk.org. Or search for Entertainment Talk on your favourite podcast platform. So please tell people to do that. And check out the content. That's the word of mouth option. Social media you can do sort of the same thing. But through Facebook, Twitter, different Facebook groups. Whatever you'd like to use. Share the links around if you want to retweet them or share them. Or just copy the links and that sort of thing. And post them around. That would be brilliant. That would be really, really good to, uh, to help out with that. Uh, what is the other thing? Uh, speaking of films and TV, if you want your up-to-date, reliable TV and film news, David's got you covered. Geek Town, the credit you can. Geek Town Radio. There's new episodes available for Geek Town Radio on Tuesday, so check those out for all your TV, film news, and all that sort of thing. Uh, Beck streams daily at the moment over on Twitch. Trista Bites, Trista B Y T E S. You can go and follow her over there on Twitch. Check out her streams and get involved with that. You can find me on Twitch as well, streaming now and again. E Talk UK on Twitch if you search for that, uh, or if you go to Twitch.tv forward slash E Talk UK for me or twitch.tv forward slash trista bytes trista b-y-t-e-s on twitch you can follow both of us on there barry's returned recently to doing his different podcasts he's got the dc focused ones and some other sort of geeky podcasts over on geektopia that's on youtube so search for that over there and you can also look for his horror podcast talk and stalk if you search for talk and stalk on youtube get yourself subscribed to those as well thanks for listening and i'll see you next time goodbye